Hello, listeners, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Allow Me to Translate with Jason Souls. We appreciate you joining us and can't thank you enough for the positive support and feedback. We also thank Anchor FM for hosting our podcast files and distributing to the many streaming platforms our listeners access, including the one you're using right now. Without further ado, please welcome our host, Jason Souls, for this episode of Allow Me to Translate. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We've got another episode and another guest for you, or actually a returning guest. But first, I wanted to take a moment to talk a little bit about Trans Awareness Week and Trans Day of Remembrance. By the time this episode actually airs, everything will be in past tense, but right now we're actually recording through this week. And so I encourage you, um, after the fact, a lot of the events that the Chippewa Valley Community Center is hosting are going to be recorded and then available live after, or not live, online after the fact. And so you can go on and check out some of the presentations and things that I'm doing. And and also, um, Jaylin Joanna, I can't say it, Jaylin Joanna from uh, whatever you say productions as well. So, um, Things have been things have been good lately, and I'm excited that this season's coming out. We have a lot of different areas and topics that we're going to touch on, and what we're going to do today is actually um, bring back a guest that we had last season, I believe it was, and allow them to tell you an update about a book that they've got coming out. And this book is so like heartwarming and awesome, but it comes out the same week as this podcast. So I was like, oh, let's do this. Let's get you back here. Let's get you this platform so you can tell everybody about it because I really believe in it. So for those of you who have been listening along the way, you'll remember Colton Shenicky. But I wanted to give you a second to introduce yourself, Colton. Yeah, and and thank you for those really sweet words. It's it's super appreciated uh, hearing just the positive regard that people thus far with the little sneak previews that they've had. Um, yeah, so it's been a wild couple of months uh, since we've last talked. Um, yeah, you were graduating last time. Yeah, <laughs> yep. So so as we were talking last time, you know, it was my graduation day. I was supposed to walk and then finish up my internship over the summer. Well, I'm done. I've got mm-hmm. that degree. I can see it on the wall behind me as we're recording, and I still don't believe it's there. Um, writing that very beautiful grace period before those student loans kick in. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so um, it's been a very eventful couple of months. Um especially to um, not only just finishing up my degree and then the time after, but also continuing to deal with uh, the pandemic. Um, And so there's been a million different projects. Um, And especially to now, like having my degree in therapy and waiting on the state to get my license you know, mm-hmm. I can't be not busy. And so well, I'm just, being engaged too, you know. Right. Yeah. And um, so just figuring out different projects. Um, and one of the projects first, um, setting up talking about this book was starting Them de la Creme, um, which is a cupcake business that I started, um, which really was just this idea of, you know, I apparently am really good at making cupcakes and people really enjoy them. And so I wanted to start this business and have this idea of, you know, sharing food um, and kind of spreading love. Um, 
and just making the world a sweeter place, one cupcake at a time. Um, and so just really having this community focus and, you know, just sweetening life for people. Um, and so then fast forward. Um, so once again, dealing with licensing things, um, I got all started and then I had to do a brief hiatus, um, although much longer than I originally planned, um, just getting everything set um, to actually be able to sell uh, in person for cupcakes and things like that. And so between waiting for my license for therapy, waiting for my license to sell cupcakes, I'm like, okay, now what do I do? Mm -hmm. um, and I was talking to one of my friends one night um and lo and behold like an hour of conversation later i'm like okay i'm writing a book um <laughs> and that's pretty much how it happened um i i had this idea and so um i guess before i get into that story i'll just say so this book um is called spread love and buttercream uh recipes and reflections where love is the first ingredient and a sweeter world is ours for the baking um mm. And so it's this beautiful, magical, hybrid book um, where it's half cupcake cookbook, but then half um, like self-help. That's like the first word that comes to mind, although it's not my favorite way to describe it. Um, but like a self-help book talking about um, our own relationships with ourselves, uh, relationships with others, and then also relationships with the world and things like social justice and uh, inclusivity and stuff like that. So yeah, it's like word therapy, kind of, you know, right. like, like I, yeah, like that whole um, self help thing. People kind of, I don't know, that's kind of a weird way to call it or thing to call it, mm -hmm. but that is probably the best way to describe it. Right. So it's interesting that you have this. Um, totally unique spin on what you know we're used to seeing cookbooks and things like mm -hmm. that for years decades you know whatever and we've even probably seen some different themes and stuff but i'm not sure and maybe you can speak to this maybe you've seen other things but i've never heard of it done in such a um thoughtful you know let's enhance our community kind of a way right yeah um it's actually really funny the other night i was doing a zoom event um which people can go to them to lacrim's uh facebook page and watch if they want um we were doing a zoom event where we were unboxing the very first physical copy of it um and one of my friends who's with my editor on the book zen um they were describing it because i asked them during the conversation you know what's your favorite part of the book um and they were talking about how, you know, there's books that have tried to do this before, um, but we came across the I, the understanding that a lot of them are really just, how do you get whiplash in 200 pages or less? Um, they're like, okay, here, the way Zen described it was perfect. They're like, okay, here's this recipe for sandwiches, and then here's how you deal with when something bad happens to you. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I... I told myself that I didn't want it to be like that. Um, I wanted there to be this sense of intentionality, this sense of flow, this sense of story and narrative. Um, and so that's what happened. And I am pretty sure it was like three in the morning. Um, I had been racking my brain trying to figure out an order for this darn thing. Um, and then it just like hit me all of a sudden where I'm like, okay, I'll do this in like these three parts and we'll put these recipes here, 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 here. Um, 
Because Zen and I had just had, like, a Google Doc up until this point of just, like, okay, how are we going to do this? Like, mm-hmm. are we going to separate cupcakes by, like, the fruity flavors and, like, the sweet flavors? And then, like, how are we going to separate these different topics? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so it just all of a sudden clicked into place at, like, 3 in the morning. And I sent it to Zen, and I'm like, bye, George, I think we've got it. And Zen's <laughs> like, yep, that's it. <laughs> we've got it. Mm-hmm. Um and it's, it's funny, too, because uh, Zen is just a wonderful, wonderful human. Um, and I, I always joke that they're my, like, really bad influence in life um, because I'll, I'll present them an idea and they'll just be like, do it. <laughs> and, and so that's how this book came to be, too, because I originally was thinking because I just have this god-awful just overflowing binder of all my recipes and I'd seen a couple websites where you can like put together your own like personal cookbook and they'll like bind a book of your recipes and stuff like that mm-hmm. so I was like that seems nice and convenient and um and especially to like a lot of my recipes that are more intricate like use a lot of the same things like if a couple recipes share like a certain filling or what have you and so um it's really annoying just to have to like flip back and forth um Mm -hmm. and things like that and so I was like I'll just make like a book that has the recipes like as I actually structure them and as I sell them so like one page will have like the cake recipe the filling recipe and the frosting recipe um all on the same thing so I'm not having to flip back and forth um but then I was like looking at the same time this was like right after we had like unpack some boxes or whatever and my fiance had gotten um this like cookbook from uh like a celebrity influencer and I was like oh and I was like that seems fun I could do that like I could just sell a cookbook um and then I was like okay well like them to look around like the whole idea too is like you know spreading kindness and love and things like that so I'm like okay what if I do like this cookbook but then like each recipe has like a little like bubble on it that has like an affirmation or something like that and then it snowballed into this whole thing where it's like okay it's like half a cookbook and then half like this book that you know helps us you know make a sweeter world and so, yeah, I messaged Zen once again at probably, like, 2 in the morning. And I'm like, okay, I think I kind of want to do this book. And Zen's like, do it. <laughs> I think anything like, that okay. excites you, yeah, it's like it's a good right. sign you should do it. Would you say, like, that a lot of the times that people have attempted something like this in the past, there was a different weight um, placed on, like, the message versus the product or the product versus the message? You know, like, is it about making cupcakes and the bonus is the messages? Or is it about the self-help and the talk and the that and the bonus is the recipes? You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. I, I, don't, I don't know what it it really is that, like, leads to that. Um, and how much you love sugar, maybe. <laughs> right, right. Um, I think part of it, like, something that I've been very fortunate to have, like, throughout this entire journey, um, and it's not to say that I don't think that those other people, like, haven't had this, um, but at least haven't had it as much or haven't led with that foot, so to say. Um, but, like, throughout this entire journey, I've had a very clear idea of what I've wanted this to be from the get-go, which was that idea of, 
you know, yes, cupcakes and kind of going to that both and uh, that we yeah, talked about last go. time I was here. Um, gotta love the callback. Um, <laughs> but so those cupcakes and, you know, positive positivity and love and community and things like that. Um, and so I've just been able to lead with that the entire time um, throughout this process. And I think really just letting the process like lead me um because like I said from the get-go I didn't really intend for it to be kind of this half and half hybrid book um I was just like I'm gonna do some recipes and put affirmations on the pages that'll be fun and cute um and then it just came to me like in my heart and my soul that this is what the book needed to be and I was like okay book I hear you let's do that well you Uh, know it's something that only certain people can pull off and I I don't know you extremely well but when I first heard about this and saw this I was like yep I knew that you had the way of carrying yourself and presenting things and design ideas and and the connecting the stuff that you know from the therapy world and stuff to do it well and so like to me it made a lot of sense it was like okay this fits all of that person's strengths so Mm -hmm. I was really excited to see how it would turn out and then and maybe you can talk about this a little bit like how much of the design and things like that was you because like even looking at it and whatever it's like it gives off a feeling right yeah so um yeah I think that's the other thing that has been really helpful throughout this process is um my positionality I guess I would say um in that there are so many different perspectives and contexts that I do bring to the table with this book um, that I think really add to and um, embellish that experience as a reader um, Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, yes, you know, I am just in general a person who, you know, wants to be really affirming and kind to people. Like that's, you know, one box checked for it. Um, then too, I also have this training as a therapist where a lot of those other people might not, there's another box checked. I also have this lived experience as a trans person where it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, seeing, um, as a person, some of the ugliest in the world and how we can turn it into, um, love and beauty and put forward the positivity that we don't get to see in the world, but we want to see. Um, and so having all of those blend together, on top of the fact that I do have a lot of writing experience and I also have self-taught graphic design experience, like it was just uh Yeah, it's like all these niches perfect or whatever, recipe. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It all kind of fed in together, which is what comes I guess that's what feeds such genuine gen how do you say it? <laughs> genuine new genuine <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> Anyways, enjoy that laugh, listeners. But I do think it's it's really genuine because it's not forced it's so everything Mm -hmm. as you are and so that's why it's really cool and I think one of the ways you know we're sitting here talking and talking and talking about this still might not without having it in front of them quite understand and so we had talked about possibly doing a little bit of a reading yeah excerpt is that something that you'd want to do right now or do you what for sure I can I would love to hear a little bit about it so definitely get into it yeah um and to answer your other question that you had too about just my involvement in the process so um the book was entirely written by me 
Um, and then I also entirely designed the thing myself, um, cover to cover. Um, so I didn't, you know, outsource any um, designers or things like that. The extent of contribution that I did receive um, was number one, I was really fortunate to have a couple of really great editors like Zen. Um, and then also my future mother-in-law um, also edited the book, which was really nice of her to do. Um, and so having that really... Um, fortunate contribution. Um, I also had um, a fantastic contributor in Maria Colley. Um, she is but one step away from being a registered dietitian and she contributed to a really amazing section on our relationships with our bodies. Um, and I tell everyone this and I tell her this too, like the minute I knew I was writing this book and that it was gonna get more into this depth, I knew I wanted something talking about like our bodies because you wouldn't think like why is a cupcake cookbook talking about like mm -hmm. wellness and health um but screw that <laughs> um and and maria has exactly that attitude where it's like you know backing by all of this science about nutrition but also undoing all of these attitudes about you know what the perfect ideal is what we're supposed to be what our bodies are supposed to be like and just a really wonderful body positive social justice informed mindset mm -hmm. so she's brilliant um and her section is such a great value add to the book i can't even begin to describe um but then the other part too throughout the book is um definitely a lot of various contributions from people and that's the other thing too is that it really is a community effort and you feel that as you read the book um one of the more literal examples is in my section about substitutions um because i do think it's really important you know if we're going to talk about baking especially something like cupcakes where you know you've got flour you've got eggs you've got butter you've got milk you've got all these different things that might need to be swapped out depending on people's different dietary needs. I really wanted that to have kind of a, it takes a village um, kind of mindset to it. Um, Cause I don't have any of those dietary needs um, or considerations. So I'm by no means an expert on any of the ways that you would navigate those. So actually, the substitution section is mostly written by recommendations and quotes from a lot of my friends and fellow community members about how they navigate their own individual needs and their dietary considerations. And it's just beautiful. Um, but yeah, so taking all those considerations um, and all those contributions into account, um, they all really added it. And then, you know, writing the rest and putting everything together and designing um, was a labor of love by yours truly. And I, mm -hmm. I actually did so in about uh, just a little over two weeks <laughs> um, yeah. writing, writing the book. So um, yeah, because I just got so excited and so Yeah, I was going to say, it just pours out of you once you have that idea, you know, and stuff. Right. And you're just pulling a whole bunch of other things together and um, drawing connections and things like that. Like, mm -hmm. how fun, you know what I mean? Right. You know, people imagine, like, the, sometimes I think, um, writing a book and things can be so daunting. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, I think that I've even gotten, you know, a little bit hung up thinking, I, you know, not ready to write one now, but I want to yeah. write one, you know? Yeah. And I'm going, gosh, I don't know what, because I have pages upon pages of ideas, you mm -hmm. know, on Google Docs and um, 
you know, blogs and thoughts and things that I could totally even just put together right away. But I just got to have that perfect idea, that perfect thing or that perfect opportunity, and then I'll run with it. It's pretty cool to see you do it because it proves to me that other people in my area or my age or whatever, it's possible. And the fact that you did a lot of it um, much cheaper because of your own talents and your own connections, Mm -hmm. that's really important too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. The when you have the right thing, like you said, it just flows out of you. Um, if anyone's also looking for a really great motivator, um, the appeal of getting out in time for the holidays is also a great motivator. <laughs> um, so that definitely helped and aided the the desire to get it out like ASAP. Um, so so that was definitely part of, you know, how it came to be so fast. But yeah, I did the math and I think it was about 15 days was the preliminary phase of writing and designing the whole book. Um, and then the rest from there was uh, edits and things like that. Yeah, so fine tuning. Yeah. Yeah, for That's sure. That's awesome. Which definitely has its own feet. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And I, I think that's something <laughs> where you know, I, I can get wrapped up and it's not all about editing the words and the, you know, the grammar and all of that. It is about the flow of things and the, the, yeah. the look of things and colors mm-hmm. and all the different fonts and every little piece of that. And I guess that's where I, I, um, I would probably need more help than you then too, but <laughs> yeah, but it's been a, process. but I'll call you when I do my book. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm here to give all the advice and help that I can because this is this has been something I very much have like jumped into on my own. Um, And so thankfully, I've had people who have known like what they were doing. I had a friend, Olivia, who's been really helpful. Um, And my friend Julian, who's a self-published author, who's been really helpful, too, with advice and things like that. So I'm so fortunate. That's it's the reason why my acknowledgement section in this book is two frickin pages long. So, yeah, I had a friend who recently um, illustrated a children's book and she shared it. And I was like, gosh, this is like legit amazing. Like, this is just so (laughs) cool. And it's just nice to see you know people doing those things and realizing there's no rules of who can and who can't Mm -hmm. and i think it's really important in the trans community but even further down even in the non-conforming you know non-binary realm Mm -hmm. it's so important to have positive role models and people that are unapologetically and proudly themselves and i think this book is just so awesome it's not like hit you over the head with like Mm -hmm. pride but it's like such a a a peaceful sweet way of just being Mm -hmm. yourself I love it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really funny, too, that you mentioned children's book. Um, so exclusive tidbit, first to hear it for all the Ooh. listeners here. Um, a children's book follow-up. I'm working on it. Oh, God, that's awesome. Because I told <laughs> after I saw this, I told my sister, I was like, oh, my God, I might need to write some children's books, but I couldn't illustrate them. What do I, you know, and I was like, I don't <laughs> right. know. Because I I, I I just totally think there's not enough literature out there like um read a crayon story and stuff oh, like that so like good. that ended up being my halloween costume which i spent like three nights on and there's hot glue all over my apartment still and scraps so and, great, felt, and then i wore it for like 15 minutes and i was like damn it i'm keeping this for like pride festivals and stuff i'm gonna like do book readings with kids in the future to make use of this. <laughs> i'm pretty proud of it right yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so that's that's down the pipeline, but I promised myself and my fiance that I would wait until this project was mostly one thing, done yeah. before close I one door before you open another children's book. Well, so. it's nice to know that you're like me in that way then, where it's like <laughs> a visionary person. You come up with these ideas and you're like, cool, so that's most of the way there. What's the next thing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> let's skip these right. last steps because I got the bulk of it. There we go. Right, yeah. Um, it's mostly done. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you get the gist. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, can we hear a little bit of it? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So I was I was talking to Zen earlier and trying to figure out, you know, what's a really intentional thing to bring forward to the listeners today to give you a good sample, but also not give away everything right away. <laughs> um, and so uh, what I brought is actually the about section of this book. Um, so in the introduction section, I have um, a couple like mini chapters talking about, you know, myself, who I am and how I come into this um, author experience, as one might say. Um, but then I also have one that uh, talks about just what this book is about um, and just really, you know, what this journey is going to be like reading it. And so I figured what a perfect thing to bring forward um, to the lovely listeners tuning in today. Um, so, yeah, so this is the about this book section. Um, every single section um, of the book starts with a little like affirmation or quote or just like a reflection kind of a thing. So the one that kicks this section off um, goes like this. Uh, Recipes and baking are a lot like working on ourselves now that I think about it. Some steps are more or less work. Some processes might need your undivided attention and others may happen naturally if everything's there. Our journeys are all going to have different steps and that's okay. And so then we get into the section. So about this book, let's talk for a minute about how this whole thing is going to go. Do you have your frilly pink apron on? Washed your hands, preheated the oven. Just kidding about the oven. Don't turn on your oven unless you're actually about to bake something because electricity is expensive. Also fire hazards and stuff. However, if you actually are reading this book with washed hands and a frilly pink apron on, I love it. Keep up that energy. If you haven't done any of those things, that's okay too. It was more of a rhetorical question to get you excited because we're about to get into it. As we get ready to dive in, most of the purpose of this section is to get some of the base understandings laid out about the way this book will operate and some things to know and keep in mind as we go on this journey together. Challenge by choice. All I can think of regarding how to start this part is that internet meme where people just say we live in a society with no context. But it's true. We live in a society. With any society, they have a collection of ideas and understandings and ways of operating. The society I live in as I write this book, and perhaps the same society that you live in, is one that has a lot of ideas that are going to be challenged by this book, and that's okay. The society I'm talking about, particularly the United States and some parts of broader Western culture, is a capitalistic society that puts profit and revenue in a higher priority than the well-being of its citizens. This is especially true for the indigenous communities who have the true and original claim to the lands we stand upon, as well as the black and brown bodies who have built this country with their bare hands, and even now, they continue to face violence and oppression rather than reaping the benefits of their own exploited labor. 
Before I go any further with that point, I need to take a brief aside to relish the fact that I'm discussing such critical issues in a pink cookbook littered with cupcakes and sprinkles and glitter is just absolutely wonderful. The juxtaposition of the serious content and playful visuals is simply marvelous. Carrying on, a side effect of such a capitalistic and exploitative society is the ingrained patterns we have been trained into of constantly devaluing ourselves and fixating on correction of our deficits and finding or making up new deficits to correct when we run out. Close your eyes and imagine a window. Oh, wait a minute. Full transparency here. I went on for a few more paragraphs and then looked back and realized to myself, how are they going to keep reading what I tell them if I told them to close their eyes? Anyways, back to the window. Just picture it in your mind's eye as you're reading this. How many panes does it have? Is there a decorative frame? Maybe it's stained glass, or maybe there are some cute trinkets adorning the sill. Can you see it? Good. Keep it, in, keep it there in your mind's eye. Open that window in your mind for me because we're taking those ideas about devaluing ourselves and our deficits and we're going to count to three before throwing them out of that window. Moral of the story here, this book is going to be challenging a ton of those beliefs that we have inside all of us. It's important to acknowledge that from the very beginning, because you have a right to consent to this journey, and that's really important to me. Part of that is being transparent with you about your ability to choose how you engage. This book is going to challenge a lot of what we've been told all of our lives. I think that many of these ideas are harmful to us and create patterns of self-shame and devaluing our own worth and right to love, as well as compromise our abilities to lovingly engage with each other as citizens of this world. That's my opinion. As we challenge many of these beliefs that have led us to these patterns, some of them may be incredibly difficult to undo or unlearn. That's okay. After all of that, here's one thing I will ask of you. Challenge by choice. Each of, both of those words are very important with this request. I ask that you challenge yourself and embrace discomfort as we discuss some of these things. However, your choice is also important in that I don't want anybody engaging in ways that move beyond stretching their capacity and into the territory of just causing them harm. What those limits will look like is different for everyone, and the decision is up to you. Variety is the spice of life. You know how I just said that everyone's capacities and comfort levels are different for each person? So many things are, and that's the beauty of being human. Comparison is one of those sneaky tricks that we learn early on that is an incredibly efficient way of finding deficits. The grass might be greener on the other side, sure, but maybe their grass is fake, or maybe they painted it a greener shade, or perhaps their soil is just naturally more fertile for grass. What does it matter? Besides, manufactured and manicured lawns are so 1950s. Natural biodiversity and thriving organic gardens are all the rage. The point that I'm trying to make here is that we all have infinitely different factors in who we are. Our backgrounds, our surroundings, our access, and so many other contexts that make no two human experiences identical. You are the sum of all of those contexts, and they will absolutely impact a majority of your experiences, including the things you get out of this book. Enjoy this process, as well as the delicious recipes along the way. Don't tarnish your bliss worrying about what someone else might be gaining or experiencing from these discussions, or wonder if any of the recipes you try to look or taste like mine or other people's. In fact, this also brings up a very intentional and deliberate decision that I made when I began working on this book. You might have noticed by now that this book is a moderately visual one. Okay, it's very visual. 
there's more photos scattered about in this book than the box with all of my childhood pictures growing up that I would spend ages rummaging through trying to find that one specific picture, of which I never found, because why would I? There's a specific choice that I made in that this book is very visual, just as there was a deliberate intention as to what the photos were. I believe that the visual nature of this book not only makes for a more enjoyable reading experience, but also makes the challenging moments we'll have feel less threatening. Now, for the controversial plot twist. You would think that a cookbook like this would have photos of my work. Influencers or celebrities do that when they have cookbooks out, right? All of those gorgeous photos of their meals, delicately staged for maximum beauty atop immaculate marble counters that cost more than my student loan debt after a master's degree. I'm broke, y'all. Granted, I know my way around a camera and could have made it work, sure. However, wouldn't that just make comparison rear its ugly head again? So let me make sure that I'm hearing you right, Colton. You don't have pictures of the food you, ha you have recipes for in this book? Yep. Don't get me wrong. I still want to live that influencer cookbook fantasy visually. Who wouldn't? So, on the recipes and throughout the rest of this book, photos are just stock photos that I have licenses for that will serve more as a mood setter rather than as an example to follow. These recipes should inspire you, not direct you. If you make one of these recipes and it comes out looking similar to mine, great, I love that. But it's not the goal. I want you to play and have fun with these recipes and not limit yourself to a goal of matching perfectly. Recreation, not recreation. It would be hypocritical of me to talk about how we all come from different backgrounds and different contexts that influence our experience and have a recipe with a picture of my work slapped on it saying this is what you should be going for. All the same, you should not expect me to be talking about any of the other topics that we'll address through this book followed up with a this is what you should be going for. We're all going to get different things out of our ex exploration of our relationships with ourselves and others just as much as we all have different things we will have and be able to offer putting into this experience. You catch more flies with honey. I'm sure we've all heard that phrase. Normally, it's in the context of saying that if we're trying to persuade someone to do something, we should be nice about it. I think many of us have likely internalized this phrase and put it into practice with everyone we meet except for the most important person to remember it for, ourselves. Think about it for a second. How often is it that when we make a mistake or are trying to grow, we are immensely hard on ourselves? Think about some of the things you say to yourself and ask yourself if you'd ever say that to a friend or loved one. No? Why not? Let me guess. They don't deserve those words. Surprise, dear reader, you don't deserve them either. Isn't it fascinating how quick we are to turn on ourselves and treat ourselves in ways that we could never fathom treating another person? As you read this book, as well as throughout every other moment in your life, be kind to yourself for crying out loud. I beg you. I've said time and time again that this book is going to be challenging a lot of things we have buried deep inside us and may even open up some wounds we didn't realize were there. That doesn't mean that this can't be a positive and even, dare I say, fun and joyful experience. If any frame or perspective is the dominant lens through which you read this book, let it be one of kindness. Embrace the process and go forward with the belief that you deserve joy and happiness. Make the deliberate decision that you see your worth and acknowledge your humanity. Give yourself the grace to make mistakes. Be imperfect and messy without those things becoming in indicators of inherent flaw or deficit. I am but one human with a lot of opinions. 
However, there is one thing I know as an objective, undeniable fact. You are deserving of those kindnesses, I promise. In addition to kindness, you are deserving of healing from wounds that your life or circumstances have left you with. As you engage with these ideas, I strongly implore you to seek further healing if this work identifies such injury or scars. Be it talking to a close friend, seeking support from a religious or community leader, or even seeking counseling or therapy options that might be available to you. I don't suggest therapy because you are so broken that only a professional could intervene, as many would think, but instead because you are deserving of healing and repair in an efficient and supportive manner, no matter how big or small the wound. That's so awesome. And it's funny that you ended with that part of it, too, because I was just telling the um, kind of baby trans man, like the other night, was texting me about certain things. And, and um, you know, I was telling him the same thing. It's so funny listening to you, um, the way that you, you're playful. You know, you just take it mm -hmm. to the edge of almost he too heavy and bring it right back with that coyness. And yeah. it's, it's so funny because it reminds me of, like, when I was teaching and I'd realize I was getting too far into, like, the um, existential, you know, the, the deep yeah. stuff when kids would be like, oh, deep, tweet, deep tweet Thursday, you know, and I'd be like, oh, gosh, okay. Um, so it's just so funny and it's so cool because it's like you can – I can almost like hear your brain working as you're doing it. You're like, okay, that's golden, but we got to get him back in. And I yep. love that. It's so smart. <laughs> and, and not in a way where it's like, um, you know, condescending or anything. Right. Like that – like, I love that playfulness and that acknowledgement of, look, I'm trying to actually make a difference and help, but also let's uh, mm -hmm. let's keep it light, you know? Yeah, and I think, too, like, trying to write in a very experiential and also very transparent way. Like, there are some things I have in this book that are so transparent about my own process of writing it that I don't think many would ever, like, actually include in their book. But I think it's important to include them because it shows that I'm like in this process too and I'm in this journey too. Like the part where I'm talking about the window and like, I'm like, okay, close your eyes. Wait, I definitely went a few paragraphs before I even realized like, why am I telling them to close their eyes and then continue reading with their eyes closed? Like that actually happened when I was writing this book. I like uh -huh. went back a few paragraphs and I'm like, wait, hey, wait, 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 wait. And, and I feel like it's important to show those little things about, like, here is me just trying to talk to you, and I'm not going to be perfect at it either. I remember, so like, a teacher once telling me, or telling my parents that my brother was a very conversational writer. Mm -hmm. And that always stuck in my mind, and that's exactly what I've had, yep. like, my therapist and stuff talk about with my podcast. They said, well, it's the reason that it's nice to just put on and listen to is because it's so conversational. Right. And so it's exactly the same with this book. There's that humanness, that relatability, um, that kind of draw for even if you want to say the younger crowd, although I think older people can understand every bit of it, you know, there's, mm -hmm. there's some really good culture in there, you know? Yeah. So I'm excited for you. Let's talk about some of the logistics. I don't want to give away too much, but, you know, how much is the book going to cost? Where can people find it? When yes. this airs, it'll be December 1st, and that's you said that the things come out December – or first week of December. So can you tell us more about the, yeah. the who, what, where? In, uh... yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, so the time this podcast airs, December f uh, 1st, uh, the book is coming out on Friday. Oh, my God. Um <laughs> 
so yeah, December 4th, the book comes out. Um, as of right now, um, at the time that we're recording this, um, it'll be available at several um, physical locations in Menominee. Um, I'm also currently talking to one physical location in Eau Claire, um, but I don't want to confirm that yet until that's actually, like, um, set in stone. Of course, all of the information on where to pick up both physical and online is going to be constantly updated on my website. Um, So so if you go to themdelacreme.com slash book. um, And we'll share these links, too, if you're like, how the hell do I spell that? (laughs) Like, we'll share these. Yeah, so it'll... It'll be constantly updated on my website as to where you can get it. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be a couple physical locations. In Menominee, we have Hive and Hollow and the Farmer's Store. Um, we'll both be carrying um, copies on release day. Um, and then also, too, there will be plenty of online retailers. At the time currently, um, the only one that's picked it up right now is Amazon, just because they're currently, like, the ones who are the quickest at picking it up with my self-publisher. I'm Mm -hmm. sure and also hopeful that by the time this podcast is actually out, more will have picked it up. Mm -hmm. Um, I should be expecting it to pop up on things like Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, um, but those... uh, individual carriers take a little bit more time with the metadata and stuff like that to actually like pick it up um especially to some places won't post it until it's actually out um so so yeah i right now amazon's the only one that i have currently as far as online and there's a whole lot of complications with amazon but i don't pick my distributors through my self-publisher but if people are comfortable buying through amazon and that's okay with them then they can pre-order on amazon um and then like i said other uh distributors will be constantly updated on my website um retail um that was oh gosh that was such a hard part for me um was actually pricing the book Um, as you've probably seen with the physical copy like this is a big book (laughs) (laughs) and it's um it's like a physically large book and it's hardcover and it's full color premium printing etc etc so she's She's pricey to to print. Um, so with that, the retail is going to be $44.99. Um, but um, an exciting development as of today that I can actually announce that we're at the time we're recording is there will also be um, an ebook version coming out shortly after the initial release. So that'll also be a more um, cost-effective option for people if that $45 price point is a bit inaccessible. Um, because I do want this information to be accessible to people. Um, mm. so, so that'll be a bit um, lower of a price point. I think the ebook is going to be $20, I think, and that'll be available on Kindle and Apple Books and things like that as they mm-hmm. get picked up. Once again, all will be updated on my website as soon as I know about it. I'm, I'm watching BookFinder like a hawk like the next two months, seeing where mm-hmm. my ISBN pulls up. So, yeah. so yeah. Well, like I said, we'll be posting this, um, and especially by December, first week of December, when we post this episode. Um, right now, it's they're like, when are you recording this? It's the seventeenth. Um, yep. But you know, so basically, you know, in a couple of weeks, we'll have all of the information that we need to post all this with the episode. Links yep. to, um, you know, them de la Creme to the the book. 
like to buy the book links the you know all of these um things bios about you whatever it may be because i think that it's not only that i want people to check out the book and i do that too i want them to start to get to know you so you know because i think there's more coming than just this book i think this is just a start so yeah i'm really excited that's awesome i'm really happy for you was there anything else that you wanted the listeners to know about in terms Um, of the book uh, the one thing I can say is if you're in the Menominee area um, or the Eau Claire area, um, my little soapbox moment, try to support local if you can with purchasing the book. Um, also, too, if you want a signed copy, um, any of my physical location distributors will be able to arrange signed copies. So mm-hmm. that'll be nice, too. Um one of the things that I put um, in the book that you can actually see on the first couple pages, I think sharing is caring. If you pick up this book and you, you know, make something from it, or if you find something really powerful that you post, um, please, 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 please tag them to LaCreme in it. I'd love to see how people are responding to the book, how they're, um, what they're gaining from it, how they're engaging with it. Um, so if anything does hit you or you, um, make something from the book. Like I said, I would love, 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 love to see that um, and and show you some love for um, engaging with it because I do think it is really important work. Um, and tell your friends about it. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, I also definitely wrote a book because I'm poor and would love to <laughs> um, have something I love be a source of income. So if you tell your friends to go get the book too, you know, love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Good. I hope people do check it out and I hope that, that you sell many copies because I think that especially like you're saying, supporting small businesses and local businesses and things like that. There's also the push to support support LGBT business owners and stuff like that as well. And so if people really are wanting to help make a difference, it's not like, you know, go find the token trans person, whatever, but here's an opportunity of a genuine uh, good cause. That is a good example for people to get behind if they're looking for a cause and also Mm -hmm. straight up good for their mental health. If they're looking for something that speaks to them, especially if they're a baker, you know what I mean? I have friends that I've known for years that are baking in the baking and, um, would probably, you know, melds different worlds together. So, Mm -hmm. so I think it's really, really cool what you've done. We're really proud of you. The whole like WISP team is glad that you came back on and everything. I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, Hey, let's spin off into a whole nother show about recipe. You know, I mean, it's just so, (laughs) it's so nice to be able to talk to such a charismatic person. Mm -hmm. And so thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. Curious if anything else to say. Yeah, and on the other note, too, of supporting local, um, and I love the idea of local places um, being able to carry the book. If you own a local business or know a local business who might be interested in getting the book also um, to carry, feel free to reach out to me um, via email or message uh, them to LaCreme's Facebook. Um, my email will be listed in all of the info, too, but it's uh, colton at them to LaCreme.com. Um, So also, too, if you're interested in carrying the book as well, um, or if you want to order bulk copies for an event or, you know, give out to people, I'm always down to um, chat and figure those things out, too. So the whole idea is to spread love as far as we possibly can. So if if you want to be a part of that, then I'm all for it. 
Spread love and buttercream. Yup. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Colton, for joining again. Listeners, I hope you can join us again in two weeks. We're going to come back with some more episodes. Um, Again, looking for people to talk about trans people in athletics and um, people. We're going to try and do an episode about medicalists and folks who believe that trans people aren't trans unless they medically transition, which isn't true. And um, some other, you know, topics along those lines. So if you know somebody who is fabulous like Colton and you want me to meet them, please reach out. I've actually gotten more emails in the last week or so um, that I've got to get on replying to and it's just so awesome meeting this wide variety of people so uh keep them coming and keep listening and spread love not yeah not not buttercream and buttercream yes <laughs> both hands absolutely thanks again for joining and uh everybody else have a good day and we'll see you in a couple of weeks this is jason souls and allow me to translate thank yeah. you thank you for listening to allow me to translate with jason souls To learn more about this show, visit allowmetotranslate.com. That's A-L-L-O-W-M-E-T-O-T-R-A-N-S-L-A-T-E dot C-O-M. See you next week.